Well, I hope you had a good July 4th week. Some of you are probably recovering from a, 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 you know, we had a long weekend last weekend for some. Some had, had, a, had to work a day and was off a day, but it's been a, a different kind of week. But hopefully you're refreshed and, and ready to, to move into the remainder of July and what, whatever you might have planned. But today we thought I... We're going to look into the book of Matthew, chapter 16. Matthew, chapter 16. And look at some things. There's, this is one of those passages of Scripture that if you read over it too fast, you might miss things. You might miss things. And so we're only going to look at one other passage of Scripture today, and it'll also be in Matthew, so we'll get to that in a minute. But Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 through 12. Then the Pharisees and Sadducees came and tested him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites. You know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And he left them and departed. Now when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. And Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reasoned amongst themselves, it is because we have taken no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, O oh, you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the, of the five thousand and how many baskets you took up? No, the seven loaves of the four thousand and how many large baskets you took up? How is it you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. May God has blessing to the reading of his word. Now in this passage of scripture, you might have read that and say, okay, this is interesting. But there's a, a, some truths that kind of pop out there that might help you in other times. Now the saying that I grew up was, Red in the morning, sailors take warning. Red at night, sailors delight. Have you ever heard of that before? Maybe you have. Maybe you hear something similar. But did you see that that's in the scripture? Verse 2, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather before the sky is red. Red at night, sailors delight, whatever phrase you might have. And the morning, if you will be, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Red in the morning, sailors take warning. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. It seems like Jesus is saying, by the way, that saying is probably true. You always wonder about some of that, right? And that's just a little tidbit there that you might not have known that was in the Bible. And Jesus actually talks about it. 
But then he talks about something else. He says, a wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given to you except the sign of the prophet Jonah, and he left them and departed. No sign but the sign given to the prophet Jonah. In some point of your life, somebody might talk to you about Jonah and, we would say Jonah and the whale. But a great fish was prepared, as scripture would say. And you might say, well, was that story true? Is that really a real story? Is that really what took place? So we're just going to jump back to Matthew 12 and look verses 39 through 41. Let's back up to verse 38. I apologize. I talked to the AV people. That would be 39, but let's back to 38. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered, saying, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Well, that sounds very similar. So what's what we're talking about here? Verse 40. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and indeed a greater than Jonah is here. Jesus just referred to the book of Jonah. And the story of Jonah. And he also referred that Jonah was in the belly of a great fish. Hmm. So was Jesus telling the truth? I would say yes. Some would say maybe something different, but some might call Jesus a great prophet. But a great prophets don't tell lies, do they? So once again, we have this situation where Jesus, you either believe him or you don't. But Jesus said that Jonah spent time in the belly of the fish. So to me, that means that Jonah spent time in the belly of the fish. Because some read that, oh, that's a story somebody made up. Jesus said it happened. And the significance of it is that it is a sign that relates to him dying on the cross and spending three days in the earth. And he's saying that's the only sign. So what's the tidbit here? What's the Bible confirming scripture? Jesus basically then, in this passage, and watch for it in other passages as you read them, pulls forward the Old Testament to explain a truth and val validates the Old Testament passage in that way. What else does he say? So let's go back to verse chapter 16 again. And we keep going now, we're in verse 5. Now when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Chapter 16, verse 5. Then verse 6, 
Then Jesus said to him, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Some of your translations might say yeast. If you remember, the concept of unleavened bread relates back to when the Israelites were coming out of Egypt and the institution of Passover was generated. And you might recall that they were basically supposed to be preparing things to go quickly. And one thing that slows down the preparation of food is if you're waiting for your bread to rise, which would be the yeast. But yeast, leaven, becomes a symbol of sin, as you read it in the New Testament. So when you run across that word leaven in the New Testament, you could think of the sin. And Jesus is telling them, take heed and, and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees and Sadducees had, um, or were two sects of the SECT, of um, the religious uh, groups in the time of Jesus. The Pharisees believed in an afterlife. The Sadducees did not. But they were both rather legalistic. And Jesus, when he talks about their doctrine, is talking about their teaching. And he's saying, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So this would be, beware of the leaven, the sin hidden inside of the bread, of the teachings of the religious groupings, the religious groups, the authoritative, um, somewhat authoritative, um, I just say religious groups at that time. And they thought maybe he was referring to them because they didn't take any food. And Jesus corrects them as we move through verse 8. He says, why did you think I was talking about bringing no bread? He says, don't you remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets? Verse 10. Now the seven loaves of the 4,000 and how many large baskets you took up? Have you ever read scripture and say, okay, did it, was it really two times that he fed large groups of people by dividing things up? Or was it just one? And maybe, maybe the disciples that recorded it, you know, forgot. Or maybe he recorded one or the other. And so again, we have an antipathy in Scripture where Jesus basically verifies that it was two times. He fed the 5,000 and he fed the 4,000 in similar methods. But even though he fed the 5,000 and the 4,000, validating other parts of Scripture, he also is reminding them, why would you think that I would be talking to you in these terms because you forgot to bring lunch. Don't you remember? Don't you remember? It wasn't that long ago that we fed 5,000 people and fed 4,000 people with scraps of food. Don't you think I can help you take care of that? Don't you remember the people didn't bring the bread and we tried to take care of them? says, no, I'm not talking about that. So first he validates that both events happened. 
It wasn't one event and one said 5,000 and one said 4,000. It was two separate events where Jesus fed 5,000 and then fed 4,000. And he says, How is it that you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning the bread, but to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were the established religious group. They were the established. They didn't exactly have churches the way we would think of them today. They went all to the temple, but you might think of it that way of the established religions that we have in today's culture. The established set of teachings. Doctrine is a set of teachings. And he said, beware of the leaven. Beware of the leaven. And you remember from Scripture, a little leaven leavens the whole loaf. So think about bread, and if you're eating bread, There's leaven in most bread that you eat, except for when we have communion. It's been raised, it's lifted up. Let me share a little bit of an illustration. I don't remember the exact parts of it, but having had many children in our family, and maybe you've had children, sometimes children do not like to eat the things that are good for them. So I have been known to take a steak fry or some large fry that the child liked, slit it open, and hide the peas or hide the corn inside of them. And then afterwards say, see, you ate it and it wasn't that bad. Of course, that also gets them over the concept of food touching food pretty quickly. Because at some point, they're probably going to get introduced to gravy, too. I'm just saying. But I would hide the peas. I, it was probably peas. It wasn't corn. It, I, it, I don't know. But I hid it and said french fries, which they would eat. Now, think of that concept. Now, think about this leaven that I'm telling you about. As you're partaking of, of bread or you're partaking of french fries, hidden inside of that thing that seems to be nutritious. Of course, I did say french fries, and then I mixed that with the word nutritious, so I'm not sure how I'm doing. But you get the idea. Hidden inside of that french fry is something, in this case, that was good for them. It's corn, or peas, or whatever it is I stuffed in there. And you've probably had to hide a medicine or something in a, in a pet's food or done something like that. But see, it's hidden in there. And what he is saying is, hidden inside the food that these established religions, he didn't say the Pharisees or the Sadducees, he said the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Hidden inside the food that these established religions are giving you, beware of inside of it is hidden leaven. Leaven. It's interesting, if you put leaven in bread, it fluffs it up. And I would submit that, for some of you might be bread lovers, it makes it more enticing. Maybe to have some nice fluffy bread, right? It's nice and full, and it's got those air holes in it, and this makes it fluffy and good to eat. And, and it's not lunchtime, so just wait. You have to wait. 
Um, but it's hidden inside. And so in the teachings, as we look at some of the established religions and their rules and activities, inside of what looks well is hidden leaven, the sin. Some of the teachings of the established religions, the large denominations, you might call them, they will talk about how it's love. Yes, and God is love. But in hidden inside of those, they, they, they are hiding the fact when they say God is love, so he's okay with everything. That's the teaching you've got to watch with. That's that, that leaven that looks like it's good. Yes, God is love, but God also expects, as we've been teaching, us to conduct ourselves in a righteous way, in a holy way. And he has limits on what his expectations are. He expects us in following him and being devoted to him that we change, that we put off the old man, as we have said, and put on the new man, that our conduct is different. But see, hidden inside of the fluffy bread and the, the great oratory, you know, some of those preachers that are on TV and some of the preachers at those other places, they're good to listen to from the standpoint of they're great orators. Politicians are also great orators. But you have to be careful that they are not just, I think scripture, if you can look this up, will talk about people speaking, uh, speaking to people who have itching ears and talk about the concept of great clouds of emptiness. It's all fluffy, but there's nothing inside. But here the warning is it's all fluffy, but there's Leaven, sin inside. And so we have to be careful that the very enticing oratory, the very enticing message that God is love. Yes, God is love. He said Jesus to Calvary. But the God of Calvary is also the God of Sinai that expects us to conduct ourselves. And once we are Christian, we should change the way we act because we've taught in not so many weeks before that faith without works is dead. that it should affect how we conduct ourselves. And so, we need to be cautious and be aware of that hidden leaven. Beware of, we're trying to get up in the established religions and we want to be in line with the established religions. Because it's not the religion that saves you, it's not the works that saves you, it's the, the blood of Jesus that saves you. Yes, once you have the blood of Jesus, it should have an impact on how you behave, but behavior does not save you, it's the blood of Jesus. And so, Jesus is cautioning them, be careful of the leaven hidden inside the message that the establishment, the established religions are sending out. It's nice and fluffy. It looks good. But hidden inside that, it hidden inside that french fry, see, mine was in the reverse. If it was peas that I put there, the healthy thing was inside of the thing that wasn't healthy. 
but the thing that they would eat was on the outside. And so what we find today, and we have to be cautious of, when they talk about having itching ears, and you'll find that in Scripture, what's itching ears mean? I'm listening for certain things I want to hear. Is there sharing the thing that's enticing to grow the numbers, but there's no good pea inside that's nutritious, that's beneficial? They're sharing it the opposite way. It's the fluffy. With the sin hidden inside. So be cautious of the things that you hear. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. For the Father up above is looking down in love. And we are to be careful. So as you watch the news and as you are connected to the internet and through our phones and through all those kinds of things be careful be careful be careful because now they have ai preachers they're artificial be careful and you're going to run into ai Bibles. Be careful. I've told you for a long time the value of a physical Bible. You can do your research online and do those other things, but you should have some Bible that you trust to go back to because they're going to start playing games with those Bibles. I'm just saying, be careful. Be careful. And that AI preacher, there's something called the unction. The anointing is what that refers to. You want to be sitting in front of a preacher that's listening to the Holy Spirit. And under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, because that's where the power that we talked about at Pentecost comes and enables and comes through, and the Holy Spirit works in conjunction as the preacher brings forth the Word of God. You don't want some vocalization hooked up to a computer that's spouting some weird doctrine that everybody wants to hear so it gets a bunch of likes. We've already done that for a long time with listening to some of the things and allowing our minds be twisted from what we see on social media. Be careful of the leaven hidden inside of those. I see sometimes on Facebook somebody will say, forward this. If you're really a Christian, you'll, you'll forward this. Well, I'll tell you whether you forward it or not has nothing to do with you being a Christian. Don't get trapped into that. But inside of those sayings they say will be little subtle things that might not be true. Just because they say they're Christian, just because they talk it and because they walk it and they like it, they might not walk it, I shouldn't say it that way. It's because they present that way. Doesn't mean you should trust them. Be careful of the leaven inside of that established religion. Be careful of that little leaven, that sin that's inside of that message that everybody else is saying. Be careful. You're hearing it from one church. You're hearing it from another church. They were hearing it from the Pharisees and hearing it from the Sadducees. The Pharisees and the Sadducees looked at things differently. You're hearing it from different sides. Be careful. Be careful. 
Hidden inside of that is the leaven in their teaching. There's hidden. There's sinfulness hidden in there. There's sheep. Nope, they're not. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. Be careful. So as we read through Scripture and we see these little things, we see that Scripture and Jesus saying, reinforces, hey, yes, Jonah is true. Jonah was in the whale, was in the fish, I'm sorry, in the great fish's mouth. Jesus didn't say whale, but Jonah was in the belly of a fish. Jesus just said so. And yes, Jesus did feed on two occasions a large body of people. And yes, you can be reassured he helped you in the past and fed you, provided for you, and right now you're like, oh, I must have. He's probably teaching me this lesson because I didn't remember to bring lunch this time. No, he'll, he'll provide again because he provided before. He's trying to teach you, be careful. Watch out. Don't be confused. There's people trying to grab on to you, trying to confuse you. And it's not just one denomination, established religion. It's multiples. And it looks good. And it fluffs up nice. And might be partial truths. But inside of it is the leaven. It's the sin. So be careful. Let's be standing together. Father and our God, I would ask that as we've covered these passages of scriptures, that you would bring them back to our minds, that we would be reinforced that scripture is true, we reinforced that, yes, Jonah was in the fish as one example of the truth of your scripture, that there's clarity in scripture. As we read scripture, it explains and reinforces other scripture. And help us to be careful what we consume, what we allow to come in, because hidden inside of that is leaven, sin, sinful teachings. It looks good, it looks fluffy, it looks good, but it's the leaven that raised it. May, the, may we be careful. that we don't listen to all the voices. Help us to listen to your Holy Spirit. Listen to your word. And not to get caught up in the fanciful things of the day, the fads, the great clouds of emptiness. May we not get tripped up with the leaven. But may we be true to you, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.